Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. It's 1234. Yes, I dropped an Adam Morrison on you today and not the guy out of Gonzaga for Oilers Now Trivia for ProAmSports.ca. Every Friday on this show, uh, we are privileged, uh, courtesy of our friends at the River Cree Resort and Casino, to welcome aboard Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers. He is today's headliner for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Elliot, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Frank. Uh, Frank, Bob, how are you? Frank, are you are you talking to Sir Belly on me or what? You cheated on me? What's going on here? I I just happened to see a tweet of his, so I I was I had his mind name on the brain. Put it this way: on my rankings of people, you are far far above Sarah Belly. Uh, I'd say maybe you might need to re-rank those. I think that's the way most of our listeners would feel. Hey, I got to say this because we are getting comments on your hair. Did did anybody make any Life on Mars references from the police dramas? Uh, I actually thought the the, the one that was off, I believe it was BBC, the the British show was, I really liked that when it came out. Was it on, I think it was on Bravo back in the mid-2000s. Because Mm -hmm. to me, you kind of look like, uh, you know, a, a broadcaster slash newsreader out of about the mid-1970s when you let that flow go, and it reminded me of the show Life on Mars. So does anybody make references no, like that? No, I did not get any of those, Bob. You are an original. You are the first. I'm the first. You did, however, have Kevin BX jamming you pretty good every chance he got. <laughs> yes, he did. And, you know, I, I he got nominated for, I don't even know what we call them anymore, Canadian Media Awards or something like yes. that. Yes. He got nominated for one this week and for his great um, work, and I think he's incredibly deserving, and I hope he wins. He's What he's brought to our show, he's been huge for us. Oh, you are uh, far too gracious. How many times have you gotten those awards? Like 30? No, I think I have two. Uh, and uh, uh, that, I'm not like Ron, who's got like Ron has like 20 of them. Do you uh, deploy them the same way uh, Ricky uh, Gervais said he was gonna? What he? What event was he hosting where he just went totally? Somebody will text us on the Ashley Five Floors text lines. Was it? Was it the Golden? I'm trying to think of the awards. It was the Golden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was pretty. And he, he had a little bit of fun with the actual. Uh, what, what do they call those things? The little trophies? Or I haven't won one since 1982, so I, I have no clue. Uh, <laughs> Was that midget hockey? Yes, or yes. I had a really good center that year. That's all I'm going to say. You know, you got to have strength <laughs> down the middle. He's coaching at Penn State now, so uh, there you have it. All right, let's get to it. Enough of the uh, fun stuff in reference to life on Mars. Let's get back here on Earth. Um, Elliot, are you surprised nobody's been bought out yet, or is part of this because we do have the Seattle expansion draft, and maybe you want to see what uh, shakes free before that? Well, I think also you try to wait as long as possible. Um, so maybe you can make a trade or something. Um, so the, the answer is no. I, I think we'll see some. Um, 
it's just a matter of you know do do you think you can make a trade first or you know does it take up an expansion spot i think those are two uh very good points that you make there bob that's probably the reason um do we you know i it, it's it, I, you know there we are watching the you know game five of the Stanley Cup final. We'll get to Tampa in a second here. And a mm-hmm. report courtesy of Jeremy Rutherford from the Athletics says Tarasenko's out there. He's requested yep. a trade. Are there yep. more like are there players out there that are, are maybe we've got a lot of guys seemingly looking to move here, uh, yes. and there's not a lot of wiggle room with the respective clubs. You know what I'm saying, Elliot? Yes. Well, I think, you know, I I do think we're going to have a situation where more and more of these situations, you know, maybe pop up or come up as we kind of go along here. Um, You know, Eichel hasn't formally requested a trade, but I think everybody knows where that situation is headed, right? Um, Tarasenko now has done it. You know, there's been a few players who have been out there, Seth Jones, um, you know, Ekman Larson hasn't uh, requested a trade, but I think everybody out there kind of knows what the situation is. Him in Arizona saying it's it's just time to move on. Um, I, I think there's a number of situations like that, Bob, and I wouldn't be surprised if more and more come out as we continue to do our work. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, anything on Duncan Keith? You hearing anything in that regard at this time? Well, I, I think that, you know, I, I do think that it's kind of getting to the point where the Oilers want the Blackhawks to make a decision. Um, you know, I, I think the Blackhawks have asked for some pieces that Edmonton's not willing to do. Um, you know, and I, I think that we're in a situation here where if Chicago does want to do this, we might be down to one team that they can do it with. I mean, I could always be wrong about that, but I, I think Edmonton is probably the team right now. And I think the Oilers are saying, okay, um, you know, do we want to get a deal done or not? Like, you know, I don't think that Edmonton's willing to discuss an Ethan Bear. Um, I don't think they're willing to discuss a McLeod. So I think we come down to a situation where Edmonton's saying, okay, we, we've been working at this, and they've probably been working at it for about 10 days at least now, maybe even a little bit longer. I, I think Edmonton just wants to know if, if this is going to get done. Yeah, well, I, I, and obviously that, that makes sense because you, you've got to also put your own expansion draft list together as well, and Keith theoretically would need to be protected, right? Cause yes, he, or, yes, he'd have, or he'd have to waive his uh, NMC because he's got a no-movement clause. Or does he have no trade? He's got one or two. Anyhow, I digress. All right, so that is uh, Duncan Keith. What are you hearing on Zach Hyman? Because I, And I want to credit the right source. I believe it was Darren Drager who said that, uh, uh, put out there that Zach Hyman, the Leafs may consider flipping his rights. Uh, what have you hearing in, in terms of him? Well, I think that's potentially true. Um, like, we're... It doesn't sound, barring a major change at this time, Bob, uh, he won't be back in Toronto. It just doesn't seem like it's going to fit. Um, you know, things can always change. I, I never I never throw anything out because the world is a funny place, right? But it appears headed to it's not going to work out. And I do think that that is a possibility. Um, I, I think that... You know, we've long speculated that Edmonton could potentially be a team. I think Detroit could potentially be another team. But I think there will be others out there. 
and I think he's going to test the market. We'll we'll see where this goes, but it doesn't sound good for Toronto and Hyman right now. Any news on Taylor Hall? There's, uh, I think there was an assumption he'd re-sign in Boston. It's not done yet. Uh, and now there's some rumblings that Toronto might be interested in Hall or Tyler Bertuzzi. Well, I'm the one who's responsible for Bertuzzi. So what I will say is this, that I do believe at the deadline last year, Bertuzzi was a guy that Toronto was interested in. However, he was injured, and that you know obviously didn't allow it to happen. So, I, so I'm, I'm the one who's responsible for putting that out there. I didn't put Hall out there. Um, put it this way. I think Hall is looking for a little bit of term, maybe not eight years, but some term, like, few, like three or four years. And then, you know, we'll see. Um, I thought he would stay in Boston. I've heard that's not a guarantee. And, uh, you know, I, I think he might test the market to see what's out there. Again, things can change. Um, I can, there's also a number of teams, and Boston would be one of them, that wouldn't be in a hurry to sign anybody before the expansion draft. So we'll see where we go here. But uh, I'm hearing he's looking for, you know, three or four years, and he may test the market. Uh, we can sit there, and Elliot Friedman joining us from NHL Hockey and Rogers for the River Cree Resort Casino. Elliot, we can sit there and debate, you know, tax benefits that uh, a market like Tampa Bay has and, you know, the whole Kucherov situation, but it's within the rules of the cap. The one thing that cannot be denied, that organization has drafted well. They've built a lot of depth. They've won a lot of trades. They're, what they accomplished over the last calendar year is really impressive, isn't it? It's fantastic. I mean, it's two extremely unique Stanley Cups. I mean, it's hard enough to win the Stanley Cup uh, in a normal year. It's even harder to win back-to-back Stanley Cups in two normal years. And now they've done it in two COVID years. I mean, it is really amazing. And I don't get my underwear in a knot about the cap thing. You know, if they really wanted to stop this, they could have stopped it six years ago. They didn't. And you know what? You know, they do everything with them is about winning. You know, as you said, they draft well, they develop well, they bent the cap rules to their will well. Uh, they, you know, they use the tax situation in Florida very well. Um, you know, if I was a fan of the team, I'd be very comfortable knowing they're going to do whatever it takes to win. You know, Bob, you know, this can be debated, but if you, to me, if you were to take all the Stanley Cup champions in the cap era and put them in a tournament, Tampa, this Tampa team would be my pick. Yeah. You know, Vasilevsky behind that defense and, uh, you know, the talented forwards and the way they play, very high-Q hockey. Um, I, I'd like, like, they were the best team in the league this year. You know, people have said that Vegas would have given them a better chance, maybe, but I don't think Vegas was beating these guys either. They're they a very deserving champion, and to me, and I know there might be some recency bias, best team I've seen in the cap era. Well, Vegas simply couldn't score. And that, I mean, you, hey, Montreal only scored 45 goals in regulation in 22 games. They got the six OT winners, but they scored 45 in regulation. Vegas couldn't score either, and Tampa had scoring depth. Elliot, speaking of Tampa, all right, uh, three unrestricted free agents. Do you think they got a chance at re-signing Coleman, Goodrow, or Savard? I would be surprised. You know, they're already over the cap with just 17 guys signed, right? Yep. You know, I mean, Coleman and Goodrow, those guys are going to have, and Savard too, I mean, they're all going to have people coming after them. Um, I think the bigger question is what are they going to have to do to keep the group together? You know, 
I think they've got a better chance of moving Johnson this year than last year. It's another year off the contract, and I thought he played pretty well and showed a great attitude in, in a situation where he could have easily pouted and sulked. Um, you know, I, I think that's important. You know, Kaloran's another guy. They thought they might have to move him last year. He got saved by Kucherov's injury. They've got to subtract now, Bob, before yep. they can add. And, you know, last time they could sit around and wait because – you know, we, you know, they had to figure out Kucherov's injury this year with the expansion draft and, and free agency right away. It's going to be harder for them to sit around and wait. They're they're going to have to move at a faster schedule than last year. The general consensus is they'll have to move three of the following four players: Tyler okay. Johnson, Kalorn, Polat, mm-hmm. and Gord. Mm-hmm. I, I got to be honest with you. Um, I, I can't s- see them moving Gord. I, I, and I, that's I, where that's where I was going to go. I'd not. We, you know, the orders went into Tampa Bay a year ago in February. I know they were here during the bubble. I saw them play five games uh, at Rogers Place. As good as Gord was then, he's a way better, way more impactful player now. He's really progressed. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's an incredible player. I mean, Palat, but I, I have to check and see what Palat's clauses are. That's part of the issue with him. Um, but, you know, Johnson, like I said, last year Johnson was four times five. Now he's three times five. Does that make him – like I was debating this with a couple of guys around the league that, you know, they thought that he'd be easier to move this year. That one year makes a difference. And, you know, we'll find out. And they love Kalorn. Like, he's, he's, he's a huge part of the fabric of the team. And I don't think he, uh, uh, like, I, I don't think they want to do that. Now, the other one, and people always ask, is Stamkos. You know, last year, they, I don't know if they formally went to Stamkos or they just talked to him about it. And Stamkos made it very clear he didn't want to go anywhere. And I don't imagine that's changing. And uh, I think he was playing hurt in the final anyway. Elliot, the Calgary Flames, and I know you do a hit on Calgary every uh, Friday. Uh, every Friday, um, Mark Giordano, you're the one that put out. What about what happens with uh, Mark Giordano as well as a uh, uh, Dumba in Minnesota? Do those guys get protected, and are those organizations worried about those players being flipped? Is there is there any chance that I mean, I think we assume uh, one of either Johnny Goodrow. Or Monaghan gets moved. Is that fair? Um, well, I, I think I, I still think there's going to be conversations with Goodrow about extending. I don't know about Monaghan. He has to have surgery, right? Yeah. And he's going to be out into next year. So I think that's going to make it really hard to move him. Uh, Giordano, I think they've talked. Well, they've definitely talked to him about what they're planning for the expansion draft, and there is a possibility they leave him unprotected. I don't think they've decided that yet. It might depend on what they do between now and the freezing, which is next Saturday. I mean, we'll see on that one. I do think Calgary's looking at changes. I think they want to try some different things, but. Um, you know, I, I do think they're going to take a – like Goodrow said, I, I've heard that Goodrow doesn't like it when people say that automatically assume he's not going to stay in Calgary, he doesn't want to be there, he wants to be northeast U.S. I mean, they're going to have conversations about that and see, you know, where that goes and if that works. Like, I've got to think that Kachuk's number, the seven, is key. We'll see what happens. 
Okay, uh, one final one, just for clarity's sake, because uh, I, I, I know I, I asked you privately, but you mentioned on 31 Thoughts, I think it was on Monday or Tuesday, about, you know, it's, you said it is theoretically possible. Would Chicago consider buying out Duncan Keith? Does that make any sense based on how the application on the buyout would work on their cap? Well, I, I think the issue here is this. Like, I was talking about this with someone, and, and he said to me that if it's purely about letting Duncan Keith go where he wants to go, they could buy him out and he can be free to sign wherever he wants. And that's what, you know, someone was was talking to me about. I thought, you know, it was an interesting theory to throw out there. I'm just not sure it makes sense with what the Blackhawks want to do. If the Blackhawks move out Keith, they're going to use the money to go get a Seth Jones or a Dougie Hamilton, right? And, yep. um, you know, I, I think that the problem with that is, is that, you know, it's his cap hit would drop from five five to four next year, and five five to four six ish the year after, yep. and then it would be six hundred thousand and six hundred thousand. I'm just not sure that gives ten, uh, Chicago enough of a break to do it. Yeah, I just wanted. Yeah, I just wanted to to, to get some thoughts from you. On I that. was kind of just throwing that out there as a scenario. If that if if Chicago simply wanted to allow Keith to pick his next place, they could do that. Um, I think it's. Uh, um, I just think it's more likely they work out a trade. And my my belief is the Oilers have said, you know, we're kind of kind of working on this for close to two weeks. We just like to know if this is going to happen. All right, uh, one final one for you. The NHL. I mean, we've already got the Seattle Kraken sending out their preseason schedule, so it looks like uh, the Oilers are going to have a couple uh, preseason tilt with, with Seattle. One, which is going to take place in Everett. I've never been to that arena. I wonder. I hope we're going to be traveling by that point uh, because mm-hmm. what's the name of their? Is it First Climate or Climate First or the, the name of their new uh, arena? I, I can't remember. All right, Climate Pledge. Cli- climate climate pledge. pledge. There we yeah. go. Yes, thank you, Brandon thank you, Eska. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Brandon, for straightening us out. Thank you. Yeah, he was obviously listening to the Ricky Olchuk interview where he mentioned it 19 times. Somehow I didn't listen. <laughs> oh, really? He came on and did that? That's really funny. <laughs> yeah, we had some fun with that. Uh, where the hell was I going to go here? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I just, I, Elliot, I got to tell you, like, we, we have a situation where, yes, Seattle's going to take on some money with the expansion draft. I, I don't know. I don't know how much money is actually going to be out in the system. You know what I'm saying? Like I, well, if I'm, I think, if I I'm an Seattle agent, I'm a little... wants, I think Seattle wants flexibility. Yeah. So I don't know how much money they're going to take. Right. Anything. So we've got the schedule for preseason. Some dates there. Uh, late September, early October. We think the NHL regular season might start as late as October 12th. We know there's two different skeds. Have you heard anything? on any further negotiation or development regarding the Olympics with NHL players? I have. As a matter of fact, I'm working on my final blog of the season today. And um, uh, what I believe is going on out there is that the Players Association has been talking to the players and the players overwhelmingly say they want to go. So I think we're going to see this get done. I think there will be contingency plans in case the variant is really bad or something looks really bad, you know, something in December or January, for argument's sake. But, you know, the one thing that's happening here is that they're saying they can't get insurance. And so 
it looks like it's going to be up to the players to take to take responsibility. For example, if any of them can't play because of a COVID-related issue, and it's like again, this is all still being worked out. Um, but it sounds like they're willing to do it. Um, you know, like, you know, a lot of them are going to be double vaxxed. Um, you know, I, I like everything. I think could change if it's really bad closer to the Olympics. Yeah. But as it stands right now. Uh, from what I understand, the players are being asked how they feel about this because they won't be insured for long-term uh, COVID-related issues. Wow. And I just think that they, from what I understand, the players are willing to uh, take the chance. So I, I think you're going to see a schedule done with the Olympics on it, and we'll see where it goes in uh, the next few the next few weeks, next few months. Well, you know, Elliot, it's interesting because it's a microcosm of what's going to be a bigger issue, specifically not as much in Canada, where, you know, we're almost at 70% of Canadians, all, and that's every age group, even though mm-hmm. only 12 plus has been approved, but it's about roughly 70, I think we're at 69.5% of Canadians have at least received a single shot. Canada's up around 40% now, fully vaxxed. That's all Canadians. That's not 12 plus, where obviously there's a higher percentage. But in the States, I can foresee a, a scenario where we see a paradigm shift simply because of insurance. If you're not insured or if you're not vaccinated, your insurance rates are going to considerably go up for medical insurance in the U.S. And I believe that is going to spur uh, more Americans getting vaccinated. It's just they're going to have to do it. Right. And I wonder whether or not that weaves itself into the fabric of the story that you were just explaining right now, the scenario you're explaining right now. So great mm-hmm. stuff. Hey, I, I look forward to 31 thoughts. It's an awesome. Thank you, Bob. All right. Thanks, Elliot. We'll touch base again. All right, Bob. Have a good weekend. You bet. That is Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers. It's 1255 in Edmonton. Uh, and we got lots of texts coming in as well. Uh, Bob, if Tampa Bay is going to buy out Tyler Johnson, why would they not trade uh, Tyler Johnson for James Neal. No, I think what Tampa Bay is going to do is they're going to have Tyler Johnson and another player going to Seattle, and that's how they're going to rid themselves of Tyler Johnson. That's how I envision that happening, so they're not buying him out in that scenario. We'll step out for a minute, get to more of your texts when we return on Oilers Now. Hi, this is Jajar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. And orders now receive certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night on the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. Open Wednesday through Sunday from 5 to 10 p.m. And for you golfers out there, if you're looking for a great VIP golf trip, you can join New West Travel, Dennis and Jason Lalaberti, on a four-day golf getaway in Whistler. The package includes airfare, private WestJet charter, complimentary open bar meals, three nights in a deluxe suite hotel, four rounds of five-star golfing in the coastal mountains, and a new West travel golf tournament with prizes. All transfers can book now. This event takes place in the middle of September. You can get a free upgrade to a one-bedroom suite to book your teeny time called New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. Again, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. Hmm. Bob, my belief is this is out of a uh, 403 exchange. It'll be Zach Cassian and Jones for Duncan Keith and a pick. I don't think that's what it'll be between you, me, and the fence post. There you go. Um... 
Bob, come on. Seattle will be 100% taking Cal Foot, six foot three right shot. Um, or they're going to make uh, Tampa Bay pay significantly to unload the Johnson contract. I, I know Johnson had a decent playoff. There, I still think it's going to be there's going to be a, a negative costs associated with Johnson, and as a result, Tampa Bay is going to have to give up something decent. And again, they're they're already over the cap for next year. That doesn't include the unrestricted free agents, David Savard, Blake Coleman. I see Coleman signing in Dallas. Uh, but not everybody's going to be able to go to places like Dallas and Colorado to set the record straight in terms of the West. Barkley Goodrow, a lot of guys like him, I just, uh, to me, he's not a center. To me, he's a left wing. He's a good player. He's a competitive player, uh, effective player. It's going to be intriguing to see how this all shakes out. It's 12.59 in Edmonton. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back for the horses and horse racing Alberta, Mark Spector. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.